Welcome to Success with Style, the show that chronicles successful people and how style has influenced their success. My name is Rob Giardinelli, and with me, along with my co-host Lance Avery Morgan, is the amazing, talented, and beautiful Leanne Locken. Leanne, oh, thanks for joining us thank today. You. We're thank so you, for it, you said me. you said the talented, I think it's luscious, Aww. luminous, lovable Leanne. Aww. Aww. Y'all are better than a cup of coffee. Oh, go on. <laughs> oh, go <laughs> on. This is like caffeine on steroids. Well, we're just so happy to see you here. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, my gosh. Austin so much is fun. amazing. Well, I love this town. You're on fire right now. I f- well, put me out, dang it. You well, I mean, if fire. I'm on fire, get a blanket, honey. <laughs> I mean, I'm not good at dropping and rolling. Well, I've known you before when you were a flame, and now you've grown into this oh, you are booming so sweet. campfire turned inferno. I Yeah, that's the goal. Yeah. The goal is, is just goal. to make Satan jealous as hell. That's right. That's right. <laughs> now, and all of that had to start somewhere. That Real Housewives of Dallas success started yeah. somewhere. You know, and I love a woman with... Let's see. How can I say this? A checkered past? Yeah. Oh, honey. Fun. Yes. Makes you more fun. Listen, I played tic-tac-toe my whole childhood. Yes, you did. <laughs> You're one big checkerboard. <laughs> did you like being X's or O's? Uh, both. <laughs> and my having kind of gal. both. And having and, both. And going through both. That's right. <laughs> yes. I mean, I like to play the whole game. That's right. Yeah. So um, so tell us about the first dollar that you ever earned, because oh. I think what people don't realize is it takes a lot of work to get where you have, yes. you know, how far you have come. Where did it all start for you? And Leanne's a working girl. And I'm a working girl. Yes, I started working when I was uh, three years old. Wow. Um, I didn't yeah. know was that early. Yeah, I really wow. did. Literally wow. three years old on the carnival during the summers. And I started working at a duck pond, had my own apron, made change, took money, uh, 50 cents a try, pick a ducky. And, um, yeah, and I started bringing cash home every every summer. I mean, oh, at three, I probably brought home, you know, a grand a summer. Yeah. You know, and wow. every summer it went up. By the time I was um, 11, I bought my first game. So then I became oh. a business owner. And oh, then wow. I had adults working for me. And so for the next five years, I owned several different games, rotated them out, bought and sold, had a full team working for me. And then I retired from my first career as a carny at 16. Now, is that at the state fair? No, it was all over the United all States. Over the we US. traveled. Yeah, it oh was a traveling gosh. carnival. So, were you homeschooled? Uh, no. So, I spent the school year at home okay. with my grandparents Got it. who raised me and gave right. me the alternate version of life, which is right. church on Sundays. Mm-hmm. My grandmother rubbed my back every night to put me to sleep with a Bible story, um, taught me a strong foundation and faith, and that, sure. that um, without hope, we don't have anything and that compassion and love and um, consistency are the true keys of victory in Mm -hmm. life. And that's, so I had this, you know, complete dichotomy of life. It was like, you know, crazy summer. Yeah. And then, you know, sturdy and strong school year. But you're the kind of person who would find balance within that imbalance, right? Yes, always. I, I literally like I'm not great on skateboards, but that's my life. <laughs> you know, that's all I different. Mean, but but your your career is a balancing act. Yeah, you have yeah. to be beautiful at all times, which you are right now. Everyone uh, who's listening, so sweet. Leanne, full hair and makeup. I don't have full it's hair. Early, makeup. yes, it is. I glued on some eyelashes she, and put some powder on. That, okay, well that's full hair and makeup to most of our listeners. So whatever works works. <laughs> you are oh, sweet. And I've never, you know, this is the first time I've seen you not in an evening gown. Of I know course, I'm comfortable. Now, admittedly, this is the first time I have not been in a tuxedo with this. Th- that's right. You haven't right. been in a tux. That's hey, right. but right. you're still in a button up shirt and I'm in a t-shirt. That's so. true. That's Dang true. It. 
I didn't dress up too much. (laughs) So when did you two first meet? We met when, well, we have dear mutual friends, Greg Johnson, Greg yes. Johnson, Cynthia yes. Smoot. We did Diffa Style Council together. Yes. We've had so much fun in the past. And Leanne is one of those people who, when I started my first magazine, everyone said, you got to know Leanne Locken. Oh. She's the goil to know. Well, I get around. And you is. You is the girl to know. I'm handy. Yeah, you are. You are very handy. <laughs> and in fact, like when I first met Greg, I mean, Leanne was the person... He, he would always bring up in a conversation. Aww. That's right. Yeah, we From love the our beginning. Greg yeah. Johnson. If you're I listening, love, we love you, man. He's a doll. Yeah. yeah, you know what? I um, I think it's like what I said last night at the Equality Gala. You know, you have to, if you want to have a great community, you have to be a part of it. Right. And I love being a part of my Dallas community. Mm-hmm. My goal now is to reach out and become a part of the Austin community and the Houston community because it's it's where I live and it's it's ultimately our responsibility to make our lives and our worlds a better place right I mean we can't just sit, we, you can sit around and complain but dear God please don't do it near There's me enough of that I mean already. I'm so over yeah. that yeah I mean, you can turn on TV and listen to that well and you mentioned Houston and Austin and probably San Antonio San Antonio you know since the Real Housewives franchise is the in Dallas is the only one in Texas mm-hmm. how do you think it represents Texas women I mean, Texas women are varied Ooh. and different. We're, we're very unique. You're unique, yes. I am an authentic Texas woman. Yes, you I are. will tell you this. I was born in Bayshore, Pasadena, right. in, hot, in uh, Pasadena, Texas, Bayshore uh-huh. Hospital. Yeah. And uh, Stone's Throw from Mickey Gillies. That's right. Uh, sang in Urban church. Cowgirl. Yep. Sang in choir, uh, yeah. school choir with Mickey Gillies' niece. No way. Um, so, you know, I used to sneak in Gillies at early ages. Yeah. To ride the bull and stuff. Of course. And um, I'm, I, what I will tell you about Texas women is we're strong, we're independent, we're fearless, and um, and we don't quit. I've never right. known a, an authentic Texas woman who quits. Mm-hmm. And if if you find a Texas, if you find a woman who was born in Texas that's a quitter, it's because her mother didn't raise her properly, mm-hmm. or she wasn't raised by a strong female role model. Mm-hmm. I was grateful to be raised by someone who in a delicate way roared so brilliantly mm-hmm. and just with the stillness of a heart beat could control an entire room right and that that's my grandmother yeah. and i just to me i i learned that you know life is so much more about the self so much more than the self my grandmother always said to me if you're feeling depressed or sad or lonely it is because you are focusing on the wrong things mm-hmm. stop looking in mm-hmm. and start looking out right and the second you do you will realize you are not alone in your depression your sadness mm-hmm. you know yeah. you, there are others help someone else and it will genuinely help you it's like god's crack Mm-hmm. It really is. That's a great way of you know what looking I mean? at it. Absolutely. I love that. The more you help others, the higher you get. And it's awesome. Right. And it's 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 like God's like reward. It's it's yeah. he did it on purpose. When we help others, we genuinely get so much joy from it. And so I just that's how I was raised, so that's how I became a part of the community and you know. Well, you mentioned grandmothers, and I think we all, and a lot of our listeners too, and certainly stylish people, yeah. have great relationships with their grandmothers. It's this unconditional love It is that's different than a parent and child. Grandparent is, has no expectations. None. They want you to be the best you can be. And they love you. And they love you. They shower you mm. with love. And also, a lot of grandmothers from other eras have great style. Yes. Tell me about that. Were you influenced yes. by your grandmother's style? Um, 
I, you did not know, but I was okay. influenced by my aunt, my grandmother's older sister. She okay. had a, my, my aunt, Al, my great aunt Alice. <laughs> and to our great aunt Alice aunt means aunt. Uh, yeah, right? aunt. Okay. Just want to make sure. Yeah, sorry the about word. that. Yeah. My aunt Alice, <laughs> my aunt Alice was like, like diva on steroids. Um, kind of gal. My kind oh of no, I'm totally like people always said like my grandmother had two daughters who each had a daughter. My aunt Alice had a daughter who had a daughter. My aunt Alice's daughter was much more like my grandmother okay. and all of my grandmothers, my my mother and myself are much more like my aunt Alice. Mm-hmm. My aunt Alice was just like insane just insane okay. just you know when dirty dancing came yes. out i was living in dallas and i um i was i had to come down here to austin to right. audition for a film yeah with tommy lee jones right and um was that the and, cheerleading one no it was um it was a, a, a secret service fbi police okay. kind of okay. thing and yeah. i was auditioning for a cop who Fun. was escorting perfect casting. a prisoner Lee-Lockin yeah it was a cop yeah Absolutely. oh it would have okay. been great and um and so I came down and I I forgot my headshot and my resume like as an actress this is literally the worst thing you can do <laughs> and so I forgot my headshot my resume in Dallas and I come down and the director's like and this is like a final callback for the director who's directing the film and I'm like he goes how did you forget your I go you know what you know you know I'm just gonna tell you right now <laughs> I am just gonna tell you I have an Aunt Alice who lives in Houston she is 80 something years old and the movie Dirty Dancing came out and you know what I was trying to get out of the house to come down here so that I would be on time and my aunt called and she is like Leanne darling you need to come on down here and take me to a dance studio I need to learn me some dirty dancing so I can jump up on some young thing and to be quite honest with you just hearing that that is why my headshot and resume are on my washing machine right now in Dallas, Texas. And I'm here to audition for you. Now, if you need to know what the hell I look like, take a fucking picture. Sorry. That but is take a awesome. picture. And he was like, oh, my God, you're oh, so hired. Good. Yeah. Done. Done. Yeah. So you appeared in that movie. No, actually, no. I, okay. I ended up the studios gave it to a girl from uh, L.A. Darn so it. they flew someone Didn't in for that, that But I, I was, I mean, it's just like Sin City. I was cast in Sin City yeah. by Robert Rodriguez right. himself. Such a great guy. Um, a, a little yeah, well, freaky. Um, yeah, I mean, I had to. It was a. It was a great audition. Of course, all the. You know, I, th- I feel like some actresses in Texas are just not willing to b- go balls to the wall. Like right. I, I love. Yep. I love to be over the top. Yeah. Um, Shocker. Me, that's oh god. Well, okay, I, just, I think that's breaking news. Leanne Locken. I love it. Loves to be over I the top. Just live for those moments with glitter and sparkle and a. Yeah. You know firecracker coming out my butt <laughs> so I, I came down and it was for you know sin city was for a bunch right. of yeah, sure. so um so i had like a big huge mohawk side swipe the side of my hair i had torn fishnets and a you know i had a jean paul gautier yeah. bustier Ooh, child somebody had to put their foot in my back to st- <laughs> string me up in there and a thigh high thigh high leather boots and i mean I, every just like all just all like the home. other actresses were well, like in jeans and like a, a t a white tank top you know with like you know d- dark makeup but like they didn't want to go too far and i like i walked in i was like i can shoot this shit right now let's yeah. do it and robert was like okay and so um so yeah, I auditioned, and then the scene was like it called for this, and it didn't really tell you what it was, but the scene called for like this dance of death, oh. which means she got riddled with bullets, oh. and then fell to the floor and died. Yeah. So I did my I did my lines, and then I did, you know got riddled with bullets and fell to the floor and died. Counted to three, and then popped up, and I go, 
and my tits didn't pop out. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, and Robert Rodriguez was like, um, he goes, he goes, I said, I said, and my tits didn't pop out. I go, and he goes, he, what did he say? He said something like, um, he, I said, I go, that was perfect. And he goes, and the woman goes, Oh, Mr. Rodriguez, would you like for her to do it again? And I go, wow, that was perfect. And he goes, and, and, and the woman behind me goes, Mr. Would you like for the casting director is like staring at me. Would you like for her to, no, cause I was like, apparently I was telling oh. her that it was perfect <laughs> and I was not supposed to do that. <laughs> and, um, and he goes, no man, that was fucking perfect. And I was like, wow. See, see, Aren't like I cool? why you got to speak for Robert, right? He can right. speak for himself. Yeah. No kidding. He's crazy. <laughs> That's so, so great. You were talking about um, how your your aunt Alice helped um, with style. W- with style, she w- was elegant. So, how did you come into your own style as an adult with her influence and just some other people who influenced you along the way? You know, um, it was always about having the right look for the right occasion. So, mm-hmm. for me, that was always so important to 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 be a part of whatever and wherever the I was occasion. going. Respect Absolutely. the occasion. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And so, um, you know, I have such a hard time with this because on the show, you know, Brandy fights this so much about being appropriate and, um, and it's like, this word is like, just, you know, wow to her and, but it, but in Texas, it's about respect. It really is like, Mm -hmm. you just don't go into church dressed like you're auditioning for a Robert Rodriguez movie. (laughs) It doesn't (laughs) work. So So if she can get that, I don't understand why you can't get at certain other things. You know, like when I was here for the sesquicentennial of Texas, you know, um, I dressed appropriately. I had a custom-made gown by Ivy in Houston, right, you know. Right. Um, so it, I, I've i always loved style. I got into pageants. I got into, when I got into pageants, I really got into much more into fashion. And then and then it really, my real, real fashion sense didn't really take off until in between modeling and acting when I started meeting stylists who were just amazing um, I have a best friend who's a stylist in New York City, and he would always like try to help me. <laughs> what do you mean try? <laughs> try. Yeah. Looks like he, he did. would always come over and he'd be like, "Leanne, um, I'm shooting a commercial for Budweiser. Can I borrow some of your clothes?" <laughs> I'd be like, "You're an asshole." <laughs> so the real deal. Yeah. Oh, you know. From from what can Bud I say? To galas. To galas. Yeah. yeah. And then I started meeting designers, and then it and then it really started like. I really got into it. I really got into style and I really understood that style doesn't have to be about a label. It can be about a fit. It mm-hmm. can be about, absolutely. it can be about a flare. It can be about anything that, that you create and you harness and you become, you make it your own brand. Right. And so style should be very personal. It sh- style shouldn't be negated by what is currently in fashion. It should be about what you Style shouldn't wear you. You should wear style. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We often talk about this on, on this program um, that style is really a point of view. Yes. And effectively conveying it in a way that, like you said, allowing yourself to be the feature, not what you're wearing to be the feature. Exactly. And I also use style to um, announce sort of what mood I'm in. You know, I'm always like, like, honestly, like I got downstairs last night in my cute little, you know, bandage skirt and top. It was awesome. That it was beautiful. The white top was it, amazing. Okay. Unreal. It, was, it was so, so elegant. Good. But you know, when I sat down next to my drag queen friend, I just really wanted to be <laughs> wearing like one? glitter pantsuit with a drop V down to my belly button and, you know, just some 
big old jacked hair and and but you know it's so hard for me because I do love being over the top yeah. like I I I can it that to me it's a sense of fashion creates your mood for every moment Absolutely. and then and reflects it it does right? and it should yeah, and it should. it should so you've become you're I would say you're the most fashionable housewife well, out of thank you out of all of the franchises. Oh, you're very sweet. Now I yeah. don't know about. It. I go that far. I, mean, I would agree. I would agree. I would agree. Pretty, I'm pretty into Erica sure Jane's fashion. You know, she's terrific, but she's no Leanne Lock. Oh, you are sweet. So with that and being in the public eye, because I know that when you and I were honored with the Lone Star Fashion yes event recently, and you yeah. had said, "Well, you know what? Look for this on eBay tomorrow." Because <laughs> I'm done. I've been <laughs> photographed. But right? once you wear something, you once I know you can't rewear it. You really you can. It's just then on Twitter and and social media you get to hear about how poor you are right that you, you wore something that you love something. yes which is, is which is why honestly like i don't really invest too much in like i'll invest well i don't really have to in gowns or anything like that because mm -hmm. most people will dress me mm -hmm. um but i invest in like seriously t-shirts shoes yeah. purses yeah those are things that i can wear more than once and people don't give me a hard time about true. it. true okay. so gotcha. that's really where i put all my designer money yeah. and jewelry god i do i'm oh, such by the a way, designer every, addict for all of these people who's listening i'm looking at your engagement ring oh, isn't it pretty? to the to your pirate the very yes. handsome and talented rich and i grew up in a home with crystal doorknobs a lot smaller oh. than this diamond <laughs> just so you know a lot it's smaller I see that. I love oh, that. I got you, Sweet. boo. Oh, that's so fantastic. He is such an angel. He is. He's your he pirate, really as you call him. He is my he is a He's a lovey-dovey. He, he adores is. you. Oh, my you gosh. You can see it from across the room. He, it's so special. He is. He has a little Leanne addiction, and I am nurturing the <laughs> hell out of it. What do you love most about him? His loyalty, his ability to make me giggle, his sense of humor, his um, his shyness, Um He's such a, he's an adult child and, um, and he's a badass too. And, oh, and the crazy I, thing is that the undercurrent of all this is that I know. he's a badass. I get so, okay. So this is what I love. I love that we're the kind of people that I see in him what nobody else sees. Oh, and he awesome. loves that about yeah. me. And he sees in me, my hurt little girl that mm -hmm. he wants to protect. Mm -hmm. And so we see each other's souls and right. it's, um, it's so beautiful because it's not what the world sees in us. Mm -hmm. So it, it bonds us closer together. Right. So what you're saying that on the TV screen, people may not see that. I don't think so. I think you see, you get to see a, a, a love I think you, I hope, I'd certainly hope you see how much we love we, each other. Mm -hmm. I mean, he went all the way down to the state fair twice oh, yeah. to set that thing up. That's true love, And folks. he really doesn't like the state fair because he had to work it for every single day right. of the state fair for oh. like 17 years while he was yeah. on SWAT. Right. So, um, yeah. I mean, so I think the world sees he's a badass mm -hmm. and the world probably thinks I'm a badass. Um, I think but, we do. But what we, we all do. Yeah. But, what, but what we see in each other is but just with the real the fluffy, furry lining. Yes. Right? You know? Yes. A real, Faux fur, not real fur. A Faux real fur. tender. Yes. A real tender um, honesty and vulnerability that I think is what's the most, the missing the most in our society is, yeah. is being vulnerable. I think we're all so afraid to be hurt when in reality, Facing our fears makes us so much more beautiful. Well, and you agree. face them on television. Yeah. You have shown your vulnerability, very Ooh. Brene Brown-esque, right? Ooh. At that level yes. of 
I'm in the ring. I'm in the ring ring with the Lions, as Brene Brown says. Unless you (laughs) got a seat in the ring, I don't want to hear your thoughts. Right, right. Kids, you got a lot. You helping me fight the lion, or you shutting up? I don't care. Yeah. 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 So, do you think reality television is about the lions and how they're? Are we all? Are you all lion tamers? No, we're not. Okay. I think I think some of my cast are still sitting in the audience waiting. Gotcha. Um, They're not in the ring. They're not in the ring. Got it. They'd, they'd like to tell you that they are, mm-hmm. and they'd love to do a fabulous dance around the ring. But I think um, I think it, it takes a tremendous amount of strength to bear your soul. And I think, ste- like, look at Stephanie for the first time this year, bared her soul mm-hmm. with her mm-hmm. suicide attempt. Right. And received such adoration and love from our entire audience. Like received so much support she she called me and she was like is this what it's like and I said every day wow every day and she was like Leanne I I get it now Mm -hmm. like I get it like I've you know for three years it's been Leanne and her story her story Mm -hmm. well then you share and you receive love and you understand that you've helped right and in that help you find such comfort and strength right and so you know now she gets it yeah you know so so both your fans and her fans mm-hmm. and beyond now respond to that yeah and so they are helped by proxy yeah. by what they're seeing yes even carrie when carrie s- stood there in episode two and said to mm-hmm. deandra i told brandy that you you know made the adderall comment about her right. and and even though deandra denied it uh, it, what Carrie said was true. Deandra had told both Carrie and I that, that yeah. it was specifically about Brandy. Mm-hmm. And when Carrie said that, all the blogs went crazy going, oh my God, it, the, something has happened I never thought would happen. Interesting. I like Carrie. Right. But it's about being your most authentic self. Right. And that's what the audience wants. And, you know, for a cast... My cast is some. Some of my cast is so incredibly um, resentful that the audience connects with me, mm-hmm. but the audience, the audience would connect with them too. Mm-hmm. It just takes the strength to do what I do. Right, that's, and that's amazing. And my question for you is: through the last three seasons, what have you learned about Ooh. yourself the most? So let's go. What's that one thing you've learned There's through this experience? One. There's not one. And that's what I love. Mm. You know, what I would challenge people to say is, look at the season one, and I'm going to call them characters. Look at the season one characters. Stephanie in season mm-hmm. one versus Stephanie today. Growth. Massive growth. Carrie season one versus Carrie today. Massive growth. Leanne season one versus season I, today. I don't recognize season one Leanne yep. to see today Leanne. Okay, right. I don't. Like, yep. I watched season one and I went, okay, sweetheart, but you know how you thought you had two cocktails? Yeah. Maybe that was like eight. <laughs> Maybe ten. That was not two. Girls just want to have so, fun. So, yeah, well, girls had fun and then <laughs> girls got hurt. So, yeah. girls learned the responsibility of mm-hmm. behavior on television. And I think that's the biggest thing is that what we all have to learn is that when we are given a platform, there comes a great responsibility with that. And that's what my grandmother always taught me. You know, with great gifts come great responsibilities. God doesn't give you something and think, 
do whatever you want with it. God gives you something because he expects something of you. He expects you to use it for his, in his honor and for his good. Mm -hmm. And so if we don't learn and grow, then we are wasting our time and our, and I would think that the audience would get bored. You know, I, I sadly have to say, look at Brandy season one and look at Brandy today. Mm -hmm. I don't really see much growth. I see Mm -hmm. a girl who wants to get on camera, get drunk, you know, make fart and poop jokes. And that's funny. But then if somebody else does it, it's to to very few. I don't know who those people are, but, (laughs) but then, but then when somebody else makes a joke or, or, you know, God forbid, help me get drunk at Billy Bob's and tries to mop the floor up with her hair. Um, you know, it's, yeah. it's talked crap about. And it's like, you know, it, it, life is a two-way street. Mm-hmm. And if you think it's a one-way and it only headed your way, get mm-hmm. ready for your head, head collision because mm-hmm. that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, so you're either going to hit a dead-end road, which is normally me, or you're going to hit another car. Right. Because life is a, it's a two-way. It's not, if you expect everything to go your way, ooh, massive disappointment lies ahead and so on your show it is real life that's Mm -hmm. why it's called real yes right it seems to be a much more scrutinized oh yeah and um under the microscope version it is right so So everything's kind of heightened massive deal with that I don't have an issue dealing with it, okay, and good. I'll tell you why. Great. I'm so happy Here's, to hear that for your sake. No, you know what? I did. I mean, I've learned, yeah. and I've I've fine-tuned myself. Yes. You know, last night I told somebody, um, Kevlar's got nothing on me. I mean, like yeah. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. beyond Kevlar. So here's what I'll tell you about reality TV. Whatever cracks you have, whatever flaws you have, whatever insecurities you think you've managed to hide from the world, reality TV will take a chisel and a hammer and it will nail that flaw and that crack until it breaks you open and exposes you raw. And then it doesn't care what you do. Mm, if you fall, yeah. if you fall yeah. and miserably spin out of control, amazing television. Mm-hmm. If you gain your strength and rise like a phoenix, which is what I normally do mm-hmm. after I fall and spit out of control, then it makes amazing television. Yeah, That's the trick with reality TV. It doesn't matter what the outcome is. The process is what you love to watch. Right. And so as a person on reality television, you have to learn to control the process or completely embrace it. And I think... When you try to control it, it's, I mean, we're watching cast members now trying to control the message and you can't, you can't control your message. You can't go on television. Can't control the uncontrollable. You can't control the uncontrollable. Well, yeah. you can, and, and here's the problem, tequila mm-hmm. and, um, <laughs> yep. you know, honesty, when you have tequila, you have a tendency not to be able to, yeah. you yeah. know, alter your words. And right. then what happens is people can take your words and then watch your actions. And then when they don't assimilate, um, people know that there's something's amiss. Right. You they know? don't line up. No. And life is so unaligned as it is. Mm. So that really exacerbates it. 
It does. And, and when the audience sees it, it. Yeah. ooh, it's like a treat in a lion's den. Child, right, they will right, rip it to shreds. Right, right, right. They do. Wow. They really do. I mean, look at my blush in season one. Hell, it it, it had its own Twitter <laughs> account for like six months. I was like, yes, I was a drunk clown. Whoop, whoop. Do you, so, do you feed off of social media? Yeah, I love. Do you enjoy the feedback you get from it? I enjoy it. You know what? Because you are a robust presence on it. I do not leave social media. They love their Leanne. I am on every day. If you message me, I I mean, if you tweet me, Facebook me, Instagram me, you get a comment back. If I've missed you, comment again and you Mm -hmm. will get, I mean, my goal, the problem is like during the show, I mean, I'll get 3,000 tweets sent to me every That's 10 tough. minutes. Oh my God. So it's really difficult to answer them all. But I stay on till 2 in the morning sometimes trying to get to everybody. Oh, my gosh. And... You know, that's my goal. I want, if you have a genuine question for me, I have a genuine answer. Mm-hmm. If you're just there to call me a B, bite it. Right. right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Go on your own bite way. It. Go I on mean, your I ain't way. got time for yeah. that. Listen, right. I get it. Yeah, I'm yeah. a B. Right. So. I already know that. You're not telling me. Trust me. If y'all going to tell me that I'm a hot mess, I have a mirror. You would, ne- you <laughs> would <laughs> never I, I see myself. Never. Another newsflash. We have all these exclusives. I know. All yes. today. So um, we're about out of time, but yes. we wanted to end with one question. And okay. You really have an incredible life story and narrative. To all those fans of yours and just any young child in a small town mm. who works really hard and gets to where they are today, what for yourself what is the one trait or one piece of advice you had as a constant throughout your life to get there so i i had a tenacity i i'm not good at failing i refuse to lose um and that's just my competitive nature um but i will say if i could go back and tell my three-year-old or my seven-year-old or a 10-year-old version of myself, what's the most important thing in life? And that would be just to believe in yourself because God doesn't make mistakes. He made you in all of his glory, and he took time. He took genuine time to create something in you that no one else has and that that is your gift to the world. And don't let anyone dull your shine, dim your light, silence your voice, or take your strength away. Be brave in who you are and be brave in what he has made because no one can be you and that should make you be able to roar like a freaking lion and and roar at the top of your lungs until you get where you wanna be because life is about the climb. Life is about the journey. That. I can't think of a better way. And I can't to, think of a better you, Leanne Lockett. Absolutely. Than you. This has been such a pleasure. Thank you. So much I've enjoyed fun. This. Oh my gosh. You're so well, you're a bag of fun awesomeness. <laughs> I love that. I'll take it. <laughs> In a size two gown, by it. the way. I'll take it. Yeah. Well, will you come on again? We'd love <laughs> oh to have God, you. Oh my god, yes. Okay. You wouldn't y'all come up to Dallas we'll come and on up we to will Dallas. be. We're, there we're the up time, there all so the time, yeah. so we can't wait. Yeah. Y'all are coming up for a fashion X, right? Uh, we're out, we're in Houston. We're in the <gasps> evil twin that weekend. I know, oh. I know. But Big state, have, lots to do, I but know. we're there in spirit. We're gonna have a lot of fun. Are you it's wearing gonna... a gown designed by one of the the Middle Eastern designers? I yeah, that, you know what? I, I, I have to look at my calendar okay. sitting over there on the desk. Yeah. I, I don't Which, know by what the I'm, way, ladies and gentlemen, it is it. 
like a Montgomery Ward catalog. Oh my God, it's, it's so real with thick. Pasadena, Texas. It's it is so, so thick. thick. It's all of these people crossed out, it's, old enemies. They don't exist anymore. Uh, no, it, no, I'm not kidding. It, your name has a red line. Uh, your name has a red line. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to save that for the next episode. Yeah. Right? yeah. Lock in. You're a delight to know. We're so proud Thank of you. Thank you. The whole state's proud of you. The whole, I think the whole world's pretty proud of you. Well, I don't know yeah. about that, but I'll take it. Thank Keep you. Keep on keeping on. We'll, <laughs> we'll talk to you again soon. Definitely. And join us next time on Success with Style. And we sound off reminding you that style is about having a point of view. Have a great day.